<laughs> you know they come rather frequently. And I'll try to be on my best behavior today. Although my brother made the mistake in going into the army. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then understand that the Navy is an apostolic movement. Yeah. You know, we get to travel around and see all these different countries that you read about in the Bible. And the good thing is that we don't have to stay. We pack up and leave and leave them on the ground. So, amen. You guys can be seated. You don't understand. I appreciate it. So he knows the joke's going to come back at us. But it's all good because we love each other. That's my brother right there. I want y'all to know what kind of pastor he is. You know, like he said, uh, when Pastor Taylor told him that there was a young brother coming to town, he, we never met, and he drove to my house. And we just, you would think we'd known each other for years once we got there. I said, all right, brother, I got to go to work in the morning. I left him there. I ain't no telling him and Bray probably was cooking and going over the word or whatever, but it's almost like we knew each other for years. Unfortunately, Miss Yolanda wasn't there at the time. But no, fortunately. Oh, he said fortunately, but I say unfortunately, because he probably could have kept him under control a little bit. But. Hey, man, we're going to, uh, I want to also thank the Pendles for hosting us this weekend and showing us Greenville. I've been in South Carolina pretty much all my life before I joined the military and had never been downtown Greenville. So that was real exciting. Uh, we really enjoyed it. They really put up with us for a while. and allowed us to do what we wanted to do. We even got my little dog at the house now, Lord bless him. <laughs> He's been acting up all weekend, but uh, got his own room. That's how dependents do you. They put the dog in his own room, so. But uh, let's go ahead and pray over this word. Father God, we thank you all today, Father. We thank you that we have come today, Father God, with that expecting heart, Father God. We thank you that I decrease, Lord, and you increase yes. in me, Father, to deliver this message that the people may apply to their lives. Lord, we thank you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. And also, Tim said, my mother, I was glad that she came and stayed with us. My daughter, Alexis, I don't even have to tell you about my wife, so that's, that's first and foremost. But. And my auntie's a sister back here, Sylvia Veronica. My sister Talamisha, we call her Bootsy, so don't worry about Talamisha, just say, hey, Boot. That's all you got to do. My nephew, Jay, all Silver Streeters, so we're going to hang up on this brother after the service here. About myself, and then go into the message, not just about myself, but about things in general. Uh, first of all, I didn't prepare a New Year's message, so I hope we didn't come ready to receive a New Year's message. I think all messages are appropriate all year long. But uh, when I was young, man, I would believe anything anyone told me. It didn't matter what it was, I would believe it. It became the joke. Let's see what we can get Byron to believe. And I would believe it. If you looked up gullible and naive in the dictionary, you probably saw a picture of me. I would believe anything people would tell me. So they would just make up stuff to see how far I would go. It got so far, I mean, it got so bad, you know, the, the, the worst thing that came out of it is once I realized what was going on, I didn't trust anybody. So you can tell me something now, I don't believe you. So that kind of messed me up a little bit. So I came up not trusting anyone because of what I went through as a teenager. So I was like, you know what? Y'all lied to me once, you're going to get me again. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's a lie right there because they got me several times. But once I caught on, <laughs> if that was all she wrote. So, you know, it, it wasn't bad because I thought I was doing something right. But until I got the truth. 
See, I believed all that stuff because I didn't have a truth to compare the lie to. All right. But once I got the truth and once I found the truth, yes. the lie was easy to spot. Mm -hmm. Come on. So you couldn't get me as good as you could back then. Mm -hmm. The only person that can get me now, and she won't do that, is my wife, because I believe whatever she says. And she know that, but you're lying, girl. Really? <laughs> so the real problem was within me. I didn't have that foundation. I didn't know. I just, I wanted to fit in for one. So that's that was the first mistake, just wanting to fit in. The second thing was believing what everybody said. So, but once I found that truth, that was nothing else anybody could tell me because I wanted, I had to find out for myself that, okay, these people are pulling my leg. They're trying to get me. So they erased me out of the dictionary, thank God. And uh, I hope neither one of you are there now to take my place. <laughs> you know. One thing I, I have a problem with, and Bray said I used to be pretty good at it. I used to blame it on women. I'm not going to lie. Don't y'all throw no rocks at me, but gossip. Especially living in military housing, those spouses that didn't work always wanted to gossip. They knew everything about everybody at all times. But the one thing about gossip I find strange is no one ever really knows where the source comes from. It's always they. Ty, you heard what they did? <laughs> you heard what they said? They tell me he did this. I mean, it could be a fatality. It's still a day in there. But they told me he was sniffing cinnamon, so I don't know. But it's always a they in there when it comes to a story. And we're going to deal with that today. We're going to deal with the days, whether you know them or whether you don't. Because some days you may know. could be right in your house and you wouldn't know about it. But they could be a they. The biggest thing is, what to get out of this, is don't become a thing. Don't be the one spreading the gospel. Have that truth. Have that foundation. And we know the foundation is who? Jesus Christ. So we know as long as you got that foundation, you're going to be all right. So let's dive right into the word, Numbers 13, 32, 33. Then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and take possession for we are well able to overcome it. Mm -hmm. But the men who had gone up with him said, we are not able to go up against the people for they are stronger than we. And they gave the children of Israel a bad report of the land which they had spied out saying, the land through which we had gone as spies is a land that devours its inhabitants and all the people whom we see in it are men of great stature. So we saw the giants, the descendants of Anak, came from the giants, and we were like grasshoppers in our own sight. And so were we. We were in their sight. So let's deal with this a little bit. So we see here that this is about the 12 spies to go out and spy out the land. The problem with this is, we had 10 of them that didn't believe. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, now mind you, God told Moses to go ahead and get these spies to go into this land to see what was going on. Mm -hmm. God knew, but they had to find out for themselves, which was good. You find out on your own what's going on. You don't believe what someone tells you. You go find out. Mm -hmm. The bad part is they were moved by what they saw. Mm -hmm. They forgot about what God told them. He had already promised them the land of milk and honey. But when they got there, they saw something that they thought they couldn't overcome. Mm -hmm. So do not forget about what God has told you. Yes. 
when you going into something. He didn't say it wouldn't be obstacles. There wouldn't be something in the way to try to stop you. But the end result is he said this is for you. Amen. So continue on in what he says. And, and if you look at the title of this, the subtitle at least, it talks about the spies going into Canaan. Spies. We're going to get into that a little later. But the problem with these people that didn't believe, they had a bad heart condition. Mm-hmm. Their heart was not right. And before I go any further, I want if you are taking notes, could you please write down the word heart in all capital letters somewhere on the paper? And we're going to come back to that a little bit later on. But the thing is, they knew what God said, but they did not believe it. When they saw the giants in the land, it threw them back a hundred yards. But 2 Corinthians 5 and 7 tells us what? We walk by what? We walk by faith and not by sight. They didn't believe that God was bigger than their circumstances. And when we think our circumstances and our problems are bigger than God, then we already have a problem. Now you got two problems. You got a problem in front of you and you got another problem because you think God can't solve it. Now God had already promised them this land. He had already brought them through the desert with a cloud and a fire. He had already fed them manna. He had already gave them water out of a rock. I don't know what more you need to believe or what he's saying, but that's some pretty good stuff right there. Not to mention, he brought them across a river. Yes. Anybody that can split a river and bring me through it, I don't think I'm going to have a problem believing you. Come on. Come on. This, this is some good stuff right here now. You bring me across a river, you give me water out of a rock, you feed me out of the sky, you lead me by a cloud and a fire, how am I not going to believe that this land belongs to me? But that's what we're dealing with with the children of Israel. They did not believe it. And the 12 people that were chosen were leaders of each tribe. Mm-hmm. We're going to deal with the leaders too. All right. Leaders okay. ahead, don't, 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 don't get jealous. Don't, don't get scared. We, you know, <laughs> it's good. But Numbers 14 and 11 says, Then the Lord said to Moses, How long would these people reject me? Mm-hmm. And how long would they not believe me? With all the signs which I have performed, among them. Mm. So we were just talking about. Mm. All the signs that God had performed, mm. how could they not mm. believe? Mm-hmm. Now God was angry. So if anyone tells you that God would not get mad at you, think again. Mm. God was angry with these people. God was about to destroy them. As a matter of fact, if you go back and look, he had already took care of some of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when God when Moses went up to the mountain mm-hmm. and was getting getting uh, mm-hmm. the, the Ten Commandments. And they came down, he came back down, and they having a party. Yeah. Yeah. Moses didn't know what was going on, but God told him, you might want to get back down there and check on them people. Because your brother Aaron has lost heart. This is his own brother, but he done lost heart. So, but back to this, God was mad. God thought he was going to have to wipe him out again. But here's the good part about God. Moses prayed for the people. And God said, I will honor your request. I won't destroy these jokers this time. I'm going to give these jokers another chance. But again, they were lacking in faith. The Hebrews 11 and 6 says what? But without faith, it is possible, impossible to believe him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. And the Amplified says that diligently seek him out. Mm-hmm. So you have to seek God out. It's not enough just to go read about him and to, I heard this at church today. Mm-hmm. 
You have to seek God out to understand what he's actually saying to you. Amen. Hebrews 4 and 2. We're just going to run down a few scriptures real quick before we get into some points. Hebrews 4 and 2 tells us, For indeed the gospel was preached to us all, to us as well as to them, but the word which they heard did not profit them. Why didn't it profit them? Because it was not being mixed with faith to those who heard it. Wow. Come on. So we say it's, it's good to hear the word, but what are you doing with it? Pastor can be up here preaching every Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday, but if what he's giving you, you're not mixing with faith, it does you no good. Mm -hmm. Come on. So there, it's not just the pastor job in uh, Ephesians 4, 11 through 13, 14 tells us that about, you know, the work of the body, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. So we have to mix the word with faith. And as you can see, faith is going to be coming back in this a lot. So yeah. this is the main thing that we're dealing with. Although the title is, don't believe what they say. I got so excited, I went on past the title. Well, we saw it. You saw it. Well, praise the Lord. <laughs> Don't believe what they say. I know Bray used to tell me all the time that uh, her father used to tell her, believe none of what you hear and half of what you see. Now, he's a wise man. He's not God, but he's a wise man. So what more do you need to know? All right? Romans 12 and 3 speaks on what? Giving what? Everybody has faith. Now, he says he's dealt every man the measure of faith. So there's no excuse for us not to have faith because God has dealt every man the measure of faith. It's just up to us to mature our faith or to mature in our faith and to grow our faith. But God has dealt every man the measure of faith. Right, nephew? All right. Operate in your faith, brother. Point number one. We've got about four points. I won't be before you long. I promise you we'll be at the buffet before you know it. At least I will. I don't know what y'all will be doing. But... All right, praise the Lord, sis. Don't allow your belief to be changed because you're the minority. Mm -hmm. okay. Now, as I scan the room, I see you all black. I ain't talking about just being black as a minority, but because you are outnumbered. Don't allow a group to change your mind. If you know what you're believing in, if you know what God has already told you, just because you are outnumbered, don't waver. Stand firm mm -hmm. on the word of God. Stand mm -hmm. firm in what he's told you. Yes. Caleb told him jokes to be quiet. Mm -hmm. Verse 30, Numbers 13 and 30. Then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and take possession, for we all we are well able, well able, mm -hmm. well able yeah. to overcome it. Mm -hmm. Not that we can just do it. Right. We are well able mm -hmm. to do it. Because, see, Caleb had a relationship with God. Mm -hmm. Caleb knew what God could do for him. And he knew that God would not fail him. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So he said, we are well able to overcome it. Yes. Sometimes you just got to tell people to shut up plenty of stuff. He told you I like to tell the truth. Sometimes you just have to tell people to shut up. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You can be nice if you want. But I'm just going to tell you, if you're trying to come against what? God and my wife has told me, <laughs> shut it down. I don't need to hear. I don't need to hear. See, the, those naysayers might outnumber you, but you stand on your beliefs. Come on, yes. They may outnumber you, but you stand on your beliefs. Especially if you know your beliefs are coming straight from the word. Brother Logos or Rhema, stand on your word. You know what I'm saying? 
folks try to come up against you so you know they try to get in a group yes. to change your mind mm -hmm. and they think because they outnumber you they will make you change your mind mm -hmm. because what does a group do the more people you get the louder they get mm -hmm. come on God's not in the loud business. <laughs> so just because you don't hear my voice go up an octave or two in here, huh, don't mean I'm not saying what God told me to say. All right? You don't have to huh and hoop every time you get up there and say something about the word of God. Half of the time, I can't understand what you're saying anyway. Let me keep going. I don't want to get into that. I love my brothers and sisters who are called to hoop and kickstart a Honda and yeah, yeah, and all that other good stuff. But uh, Caleb didn't care that he was outnumbered. He didn't care. Sometimes you just might have to stand by yourself. Yes. But remember, when standing by yourself, you are never alone. You are never alone. You might stand by yourself, but you are never alone. God said, even if I made my bed in hell, and I pray I don't do, <laughs> but he says, there I will be. So you were never alone. You may stand by yourself, but you're never alone. Caleb operated in faith Hebrews 11 and 1 Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, hoped for And the evidence of things not seen That's faith That's the definition yeah. of faith mm -hmm. Do you need someone to be in agreement with you to have faith? Mm -hmm. Good answer A students, we pass, we can go Alright But we're going to do a faith exercise Now don't get scared, I want y'all to participate we're going to do a faith exercise. How many of us live in a house, own a house, whatever, drive a car that we own that's not paid for? Let me say it again. In a house. How many have a house or a car that we own that is not paid for? Now, I got a question for you. And we're going to talk about faith. Y'all heard what I said, right? Uh -huh. Have a car or a house that you own. Other than I own, that's not paid for. How's it yours if it ain't paid for? How's it yours if it ain't paid for? You operate in faith and believe that it's yours. When you go get a new car, you don't go call your friends and say, hey, let's go take a ride in Navy Federal's car. I just said it, but that's what I made with. So my loan would have been with Navy Federal. You don't say, let's go ride in Navy Federal's car. You don't say, hey, I'm having dinner at Prime Lending's house today. You say, come and look at my new car. We're having dinner at my house. You are operating in faith because you are already believing that it's yours. Although you are still paying for it, you believe that it's yours. So faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. You haven't seen anything as far as you have paid off this house or this car. When you pay off your car, what do you get? Uh, title. When you pay off your house, what do you get? The deed. So let's go to Hebrews 11 and 1 in the Amplified. Now faith is the assurance, the title deed. I don't have to go no further than that. <laughs> the title deed. Yes. We don't have a title or a deed for our car or our house. I mean, some of us might, but we have had payments before. Mm -hmm. But that faith is, now faith is the assurance, the title deed. This is scripture. Mm -hmm. Don't think because you see the title and the deed in the world, they got it from somewhere. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But we have faith because we believe what we, and then we'll go as far as to say what our friends say, that ain't yours, let me see. Uh -huh. Let me see the paperwork. <laughs> see, you got my name on it. Yeah, mm -hmm. it got your name on it because you are the one paying for it. Yeah. Doesn't mean that it's yours. Mm -hmm. 
Because I tell you what, slip up and fool around don't make no payments. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you might you just written. <laughs> I'm telling you, you might want to change it. Y'all, I got a new rental car. Yeah. <laughs> I call it mine when I get the title. <laughs> but that's just faith right there. So everyone has faith. We've all been there. We've all purchased something new that's not paid for, but we say it's ours. Mm -hmm. You have faith that is yours. Mm -hmm. That is the same way God wants us to operate. Have faith. Yes. Amen. Mm -hmm. You may not see the final outcome, but know that it's yours. Amen. Amen. Mine. That's good. Point number two. Don't follow or consider bad advice because you know who they are. Mm -hmm. See, the days that we talked earlier that you might know who they are. That doesn't mean you need to follow that or don't even consider it. Because what happens when you consider You start thinking about it. Mm -hmm. And when you think about it, then your emotions kick in. Mm -hmm. And now you're conflicted. Although you know what it says, but now you're listening to what they say. Mm -hmm. And now you done thought about it, you done considered it. And you're almost about to the point where you're about to do it. Now I got half, well that's the story too. I got probably... 0.05% of my family here because <laughs> the whole silver street belongs to us. You know? yes, Matter of fact, there's a Dewalt Road there. <laughs> you know no doubt, no doubt. We had so many folks that named the street after us. But uh, most, my family know my family. So the men, <laughs> Lord bless them. But I'm going to speak on my dad's side, because everybody here, this is my mom's side of the pepper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to speak on my dad's side. Now, the men in my family, especially on my dad's side, teach the boys growing up. It's all about how much money you can get and how many women you can get. Pay attention, Jay. How much money you can get and how many women you can get. That stuff will suck you in if that is what you're being told. Mm -hmm. It will suck you in. And you get to the point to thinking, this is what I got to do to become a man. Mm -hmm. Now, it got me for a while. Now, you know, <laughs> I got some scrapes, some scars, some bumps, some bruises, some broken bones, mm -hmm. cut surgeries, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Because I allowed what they said to mold me. Uh -huh. But see, the problem with that was, well, not the problem, but even though they told me that, it was up to me to believe it. Right. I didn't have to accept that, but going back to the naive part, I want to fit in. Mm -hmm. I want to be a Robinson. I want to be a Duval. I want to be a Wilson. Mm -hmm. Lord bless him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we had some fellas, or we have some fellas in the family that don't understand what one woman is all about. Mm -hmm. And uh, I went through it. Pastor ain't perfect. But we strive for perfection. That's what it's all about. None of us perfect, but we are striving for perfection. Yes, but I tell you what, it wasn't until I was convicted and I had a heart transplant that I understood that something's not right here. Mm -hmm. Something is not right here. And convicted is what? What are we talking about when we convicted? We're found guilty. When you go to court and you're convicted, you are found guilty. But when you are convicted, that means you are finding yourself guilty because the jailhouse is full of people that didn't do it. Oh, okay. Yeah, full of people that didn't do it because the judge said you're guilty, but they haven't understood that yet. Although they did it, they haven't received it because I didn't do anything. I just, you know, they tried to pin something on a brother, you know. But when you get it for yourself, 
is when you change. Amen. When you are convicted by your own self from what you are doing, that's when you change. When you allow your heart, to give, when you give your heart to God, mm -hmm. when you have that heart transplant, that is when you change. Amen. People can tell you all day how wrong you are, that's, that's not right, da 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 You're not trying to hear because you're standing on what you believe and what you believe, although it's wrong, is what you believe. Mm -hmm. But when you get it for yourself, Come on, you will change. Amen. So thank God for the truth <coughs> that set a brother free, as the song says by Bishop Walker, I may have some scars. Mm -hmm. No, that's done, that's done alone. I may have some scars, but I'm still healed. <laughs> so don't allow your bumps and bruises and scrapes and scars and broken bones to keep you where you are. Mm -hmm. That's all they are. That's called what we call in the military, that's a war wound. Mm -hmm. We used to go out there and try to scratch ourselves, building all these bombs and coming back living. You all right? Oh, no, that's just a war wound. No, good word we dying on the inside. <laughs> but it's just a war wound. Now, why don't we like the truth? Why don't we like the truth? That's what sets us free. Mm -hmm. I, one, some of the guys, you know, they found that out. The pastor at work, some of them try to control what they say. Some of us like, yeah, whatever. Mm -hmm. But I don't expect you to come in there and change someone that's been doing something for 30 years of their life in 15 minutes. Right. It's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. We're setting ourselves up for failure. Mm. Right. But he said a joke, and it kind of was a riddle. And I said, that was pretty good. He says, what do people like to give? But no one wants to face the truth. The truth. Mm -hmm. Everyone, well, not everyone, but people, yeah, everyone likes to give the truth when it's not dealing with them. Mm -hmm. But when it's your turn to come around to it, mm -hmm. you don't want to face it. Mm -hmm. Everyone loves to give it, but no one wants to face it. Ain't that God? Mm -hmm. Ain't this word the truth? Mm -hmm. We have these people that want to give it, but don't want to live by it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Living as hypocrites, living as Pharisees, Sadducees, or whatever you want to call them, some kind of C. Mm. <laughs> but nobody, well, I'm not going to say nobody because I'm including us in nobody, but people love to give stuff and don't like to receive it. Mm -hmm. So we talked about, you know, knowing these people. So Caleb knew the people who he spied with. These were people he's been traveling with all along, and Numbers 13, 1 and 2 tells us that. And the Lord spoke to Moses saying, send men to spy out the land of Canaan, which I have given to the children of Israel from each tribe of their fathers. You shall send a man, every one a leader among them. Mind you, all of these people that went, all these spies are leaders. One of my biggest problems, one of my greatest dislikes in the military was working for someone who didn't have a backbone. Yeah. Or they were always negative. Mm -hmm. How can you get anything accomplished working with someone like that? Yeah. It's hard. This is the same thing with these, these 10 people here that they come back complaining that they can't do it. Mm. You are a leader. <laughs> you cannot tell your people something you can't do. Mm -hmm. The Bible says, To whom much is given, much is required. Much is required. Mind you now, everyone in here is a leader. Whether you realize it or not, even at 16 and 17 back there, mm -hmm. you are a leader mm -hmm. because people are looking at your life. On, that means you are living by example. Mm -hmm. You are a leader. If you tell someone you're a Christian or some of your friends know that you go to church, they may not go to church. They may not know the Bible, 
but they can tell you when you're doing wrong. Mm -hmm. So if you're either going to lead by example the positive way or the negative way, <laughs> you have to make the choice on how you want to lead. Come on, sir. Lord have mercy. Leaders kind of took me back a few. Lord knows I had some rough ones. <laughs> but I couldn't believe what they said. Y'all, I used to tell people all the time, when people would complain about the leaders and want to get out of the military because of the people they work with, I said, look, you know what? And then want to talk about God at the same time? I said, look, man, y'all talk about Christians and hypocrites, and you hear that so much, especially in the workplace. But here's the thing. You, you don't just talk about something because it's negative. Once you be a part of it and help change it. Yes. Just like in the military, if you know that your boss is a knucklehead or they're negative and you don't want to be like them, it doesn't stop you from wanting to make that rank. Mm -hmm. It doesn't stop you from wanting to be in that position. Right. So you do what you got to do to get in there and change what you can to make it better for the people coming after you. Mm -hmm. And God has called his people to do a better job than what we did. Because we know that there's some foolery going around in the church mm -hmm. right now. Come on. You can't believe what everybody's saying. Mm. You know, my wife's nickname is, her name is Bray. But our friends sometimes call her Berean. And if y'all <laughs> don't know who the Bereans are, those are the people in the Bible that mm -hmm. whatever you tell them, I don't care what Paul said to them or whoever, they went and looked it up for yeah, themselves. So yeah. you're not going to tell my wife anything, and she's not going to find out for herself. Sometimes there's a pain in my tail, and I'm not going to tell you the, the story up here mm -hmm. because... Sometimes she, even if I tell her something, she got to go search it out. I'm like, didn't I just tell you? <laughs> but I love that about it because at the same time, she keeps me honest. Mm -hmm. And she keeps me home. Mm -hmm. All right, so to whom much is given, remember, much is required. And remember that we are all leaders. Mm -hmm. All right? Point number three, don't allow someone else's negative or bad experience to change your beliefs. Don't allow your, someone else's negative uh, feelings or whatever the case. Change your beliefs. Just because they might have had issues with something, if you know this is, this is what you're supposed to do, don't you change. Mm -hmm. Because I had a lot of... Now, I'm going to kick on me a lot, so y'all hear me telling my own testimony because I'm a guest, so I'm going to talk about me. Next time I talk about you. But I'm talking about me this time. When I uh, was in the military, certain places you went to, you wouldn't get promoted. So I'm ready, I'm trying to pick up chief, and I'm trying to pick up chief. And I had chiefs that didn't like me where I was at. So they kind of talked me into going to this helo squadron because I had pretty much done everything else. So they said, why don't you go try helicopters? Right on. Then the detailer says, y'all must not want him to make chief because we don't make chiefs in helos. Mm. So now I'm really burning because I'm like, you jumpers just set me up for failure. Mm -hmm. I know you didn't like me, but now, you just set me up for failure. Mm -hmm. But what they didn't know is I served a God mm -hmm. that says, with God, all oh, things man. are I'm possible. Because where did I make chief it, honey? In the helo squadron. In the helo squadron. <laughs> <laughs> squad. And it started a trend. So for the next three or four years after that, pretty much everybody my rate that was up for it was making it. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. yep. So I told them they all owe me a piece of their paycheck. <laughs> so we don't allow people's negative feelings about themselves to change you. Wait a minute. That's not what I'm at. Hold on. Let me get you straight now. Don't allow someone else's negative or bad experience change your beliefs. 
There are dream killers, y'all, all over the place. Mm -hmm. There are dream killers, you know, and I hate to say it, but there are dream killers even in the church. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Now, I remember when we were in Okinawa, God gave me the dream, and he gave it to me twice, so I know it was him. He gave me the dream that I would be down south helping to get rid and tear down tradition. Mm -hmm. And I had it the first time. I said, God, that was you. You're going to have to give me that again. Here I am only in the military for 14, 15 years, and God's telling me what I'm going to do when I get out. Mm -hmm. You're going to be down south tearing up tradition. Mm -hmm. All right, God. Well, mind you, then I end up in the Hilo Squadron, which is in San Diego. Mm -hmm. I'm like, wait a minute, God, you told me I was going to be down south. Now, this is, unless you consider San Diego just because it's Southern California, that's <laughs> me that I'm down south. So, But, you know, I stuck with it and believe what he said. I get We get to Washington State. And I'm telling one of the pastors the dream God has given me. And instead of me getting an encouraging word about what God has given me, that brother said, good luck. Oh. That's not going to happen. Mm. I've been there. I've tried to do that. Well, I've not been there, but I've tried to do that. It doesn't work. What? I'm like, come mm. on, bro. <laughs> I knew then God was speaking to me. You don't belong here. Oh. And it wasn't long after that that my family was uprooted and we were gone. Which, you know, leads us to... The organization that we're in right now. Amen. So praise God. We may have some scars, but we're here. We may have to go through foolishness, Amen. but he still finds it. He's, his way still going to prevail regardless. Amen. So just because he tells you something, remember, it doesn't mean that you're not going to go through anything. Right. Just remember who told you what you're going to do. Mm -hmm. And the word at the end is the final. As the word says, at the end, what? We win. We win. We win in the back of the book. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. But meditating on the lie instead of the truth, will keep us from positive momentum. Mm. Imagine if I would allow what he said to me to get into my spirit. What if I would have started meditating on that? Mm. Maybe he's right. Maybe I didn't hear from God. Mm. Maybe that was a bad dream. Like we say, we ate too much pizza before we went to bed or something. <laughs> Maybe I didn't hear from the Lord. Mm. I can't do this. We start then we start doubting ourselves. That's when doubt comes in. And we and then we all messed up. You know, Aaron allowed the people to change who uh, what God was telling him to do, right? Mm -hmm. We talked about that when Moses was up on the mountain with God. Aaron was supposed to be Moses' right-hand man, yeah, not man. to mention that when he was his brother, mm -hmm. but he was his right-hand man. Yeah. As a matter of fact, God told Moses, because Moses didn't want to go, he was trying to get all these excuses. I got a speech, imp uh, speech impediment and all this good stuff. God said, well, take Aaron. He'll uh -huh. speak for you. Uh -huh. Aaron allowed the people while Moses was gone to change his mind. Yeah, but the right. people were like, look, this brother yeah. yours, we don't know where he is. Yeah. This brother been gone <laughs> for about 37 days now. <laughs> we need to get this thing going. We need to build us a God yeah. that we can see. And that's the problem yeah, right there. The people problem. don't want to believe God yeah. because they can't see God. Yeah. But understand yeah. that as we are people, we carry God with us everywhere yeah. we go. Come on. But the non-believers want to see God. Mm. We're just people to them. The Bible mm -hmm. says we're aliens. Mm -hmm. Now, we're not E.T., mm -hmm. but we're aliens <laughs> in this foreign land. Amen. So they were upset. So they had, you know, they swindled Aaron into, let's make us a God that we can see and we can worship. Mm -hmm. So they brought all their gold and melted it down and made them a golden calf. Why are you going to worship a calf? I don't know, because I would have butchered that joke and ate it. So right. I don't know why in the world we were worshiping something that we were going to eat. So, but that's what happened. He allowed the people their negative experiences. He allowed them to change who he was and who God had told him he was. So, if you don't get anything, 
Do not allow someone to change who you are. I don't care if they hurt you. I don't care what they did to you. You remember who you are. You don't allow yourself to go down for anybody. You know what? Like a duck. Shake the, 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 the right. water off your feathers mm-hmm. and keep it moving. Keep it moving. My wife trying to distract me, y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 you know, God, even when he came to Moses in the burning bush and he told him what he had to do, I need you to go back and get these people. Mm-hmm. I need you to go back. I've heard you. I've heard them. Go back and get them. Moses manned up. He went. But when Pharaoh made things hard and the people were like, what are you doing to us? Stop it. It didn't stop Moses. Mm-hmm. See, he could allow what the people was feeling to change what God told him to do, but he didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, Aaron wasn't paying attention at this time. I don't know what he was doing. But he, was, he definitely couldn't have been paying attention at this time because even his brother and sister was like, look, bro, what are you doing? This dude done doubled the workload. They're killing us. They're beating us more and all this other stuff. And you continuing to go to him and making it worse. Mm-hmm. And Moses was like, he, I don't even think he said anything to him. I know what I'm called to do. This is what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Y'all will thank me later. Sometimes <laughs> you just got to tell people that you'll thank me later. <laughs> you just come along for the ride. You don't have to do it. Mm-hmm. But this is what God told me I had to do. Amen. So uh, buckle down. We're going to be here for a minute. Mm-hmm. And I told you I won't be before you. Long. We all going to come into here. About 10, 15 more minutes at Tony. Okay. All right, number four. Don't let people's negative feelings about themselves change you. Because people can be so down on themselves that they will tell you that you can't do it because they want to put their feelings on you. Because the words, I want a word, don't say that. But people say, they say, <laughs> back in the day, misery loves company. I call it the crab syndrome. Yes, sir. You put them jokers in the pot and one of them try to come out, you best believe you they're not coming out. If you ever want to see something funny, put some crabs on the pot and stuff, boys. Mm-hmm. The one that gets close to the top, watch one of them grab them and put them right back down. Mm-hmm. Like we got we in here, you in here. <laughs> <laughs> we get cooked, you get cooked. We get cracked, you get cracked. And sometimes that's how people are. They want to see us go down with them. Mm-hmm. But we got to stand firm yes, sir. in what we believe. So don't let people's negative feelings about themselves change you. Numbers 1333. There we, there we saw the giants. The descendants of Anak came from the giants. And we were like grasshoppers in our own sight. And so we were in their sight. And we already know where I'm going with this one. You're supposed to be a spy. <laughs> How do you know you look like a grasshopper? Mm-hmm. The definition of spy, I had to look at this myself. A person who secretly collects and reports information on the activities, movements, and plans of the enemy or the competitor. Mm-hmm. So if you're there secretly collecting information, yet and still you look like a spy to them, how are you spying? Right. You're supposed to be a spy. Right. Now, one thing I can give my brother, he's an army. Now, we know, y'all might not know what a point man is, but he's the person in front leading the, 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 uh, the what do you call it, the platoon, patrol? Yeah, all that. All that. <laughs> he's the one leading. How are we going to trust somebody who's going to get us caught? Mm. Right. You are a spy. How are you looking like a grasshopper to them? Mm-hmm. 
Did they see you? I showed them on the father that joke. You are a spy. The even the subtitle is the spies sent into Canaan. God told them to send people to spy out the land. You are a spy. How did you how'd you get caught? How'd they see you? It doesn't even say they got caught. But here they're saying we're like grasshoppers in their sight. That tells you what they thought of themselves. God told us to do this, mm -hmm. but see the bag out, we can't do this. Mm -hmm. We're like grasshoppers, even in their sight. Mm -hmm. How do you know how they see you? <laughs> we so we, we feel so bad about ourselves that we go and put it on everybody else. We can't do this, y'all. We can't do this. Now, only 10 of them went, but they got to go back and report to millions of people. Right. Y'all, look, we can't do this. Although we brought y'all back clusters of grapes mm -hmm. and feeds, all this good food. Yeah. But we were like grasshoppers. My God. Imagine going outside and you <laughs> and everybody twenty feet tall and you walking around like Lord. <laughs> Imagine a grasshopper hopping through the grass looking at you. Mm. This is what they say they look like in the people's eyes. Mm. I don't understand it. Mm. How are you a grasshopper? Mm. A cricket? Mm. A flea? Whatever you want to call yourself. Mm. Don't do it. You can't be a grasshopper, especially when you are a spy. Mm. Man, man, man. How did they see you? I love that part. I, I, that cracks me up every time I read this story. How are you a grasshopper? Mm, mm, mm. So we see who, how they look at themselves. Mm -hmm. they, didn't, they didn't allow themselves to be who God called them to be. Mm -hmm. They allowed their circumstances to outweigh who they were called to be. Right. So when we allow our circumstances to outweigh who we're called to be, we start looking at ourselves as a small person. Mm -hmm. So that means we can't do anything. So that's why our doubt comes in and then we can't accomplish nothing, and that self-pity and all that other stuff. So my wife, she, she don't allow me to do all that stuff. I be wanting to have my little pity parties, and we like, brother, you better get up and come out. <laughs> get up out that mess. I remember when my son, he played football, and he got his head cracked. I mean, you can hear it throughout the whole stadium. He got knocked and flipped and all on his face. <laughs> I'm like, Lord. I hope they ain't break my boy neck. <laughs> and he got up. You can say he got up slow. When he got in the car, he said, the only reason I got up, I can hear mama saying, but you better get up. <laughs> he said, that is the only reason he got up because he can hear his mom in his head. But you better get up. <laughs> Don't you know, I know he hit to keep you down. <laughs> I'm like, brother, you better than me because they would have to call the ambulance. <laughs> As we face challenges, our perception should line up with what God tells us, Amen. not what, not the circumstances that we see. Amen. Don't be afraid of the giants. Mm -hmm. There are going to be people bigger than you. Amen. There are going to be people better than you. Mm -hmm. There are going to be people that can do what you're called to do better. Mm -hmm. Don't compare yourself and don't allow yourself to be moved because you don't think you are lining up with what you're supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. You're not going to always be the best. You're not going to always be the best looking. Well, <laughs> you're not going to always <laughs> be the best dressed. You're not going to always do that. But know your lane. Know what you are called to do. Everybody's different. You know, one thing, what used to get me about being called as a pastor, I'm like, I can't do that. I can't do what they do. For one, I like to breathe. You know, when I grew up, all the pastors was hooping and going on. I'm like, I can't do that. I might pass out. I need air. 
Right? <laughs> really, go up there with an halo or something. <laughs> but God was trying to get in me that, look, I called you to do this. Mm. I didn't call you to do it like this person. Come on, I didn't call you to do it like your bishop. I didn't call you to do it like that person. Come on, I just called you to get my word to the yeah. people. Your word Amen. is to deliver the good news, and the good news is the gospel. Amen. Right. Not deliver it how someone else is delivering right. it. Mm -hmm. Just deliver the good news. Mm -hmm. Amen? Amen. Amen. So even if you're called to be a spy, <laughs> be a good one. <laughs> Don't get caught. <laughs> All right. Because if we don't know who we are in God, we will fall victim to the lies of the enemy. Mm -hmm. That's basically it. If we don't know who we are in God, we'll fall victim to the lies of the enemy. So understand who we are. Now think about, you know, Jesus. Right after he got baptized and he was coming on around Matthew 4. Right after he comes off the fast, mm -hmm. there's the devil. You know if the devil will come and try to tempt Jesus, he's going to come to you. Amen. We're not exempt from that. Amen. And God, and Jesus only did one thing. It is written. Mm -hmm. It is written. He said it twice. Mm -hmm. So basically what he's saying is, I'm only going off my father's word. Mm -hmm. That is our job. doesn't matter what the lies of the enemy tries to come to us with. It is written. Whether it's, it is written in the Logos or whether you received it, Rhema, in here. It is written. Mm -hmm. Know what God has told you to do. Know who he's called you to be. And you will not be succumbed by the enemy. Mm -hmm. Bottom line. Amen. Be faithful to God, and he will bring us into his promises. And, you know, before I even go into that, also another thing I like was, uh, have you ever read the book of Daniel when it talks about Shadrach, Meshach, and a bad Negro? I kind of say it a little fast. People say a bad Negro. I say, no, a bad Negro. So same thing, but just different style of saying it. But we see that they came and they gave them these names and changed their names to who they wanted them to be. But these fellas, like, we know who we serve. Right. We know the God that we serve. So when King Nebuchadnezzar built this 90-foot statue, again, there we go with building idols, mm -hmm. built this 90-foot statue and said, you will bow down to me. They're like, no, we're not doing it. And then here go the crabs, because see, these three fellas had some power. In the land, although they were Hebrew, right. they had some power in yes, the land. Yes. So these people, the other people were upset. How are you going to bring in the foreigners and give them more power than us? Mm -hmm. So when they didn't bow down, they went back and told, hey, uh, you know how your brothers and sisters are? You get away with something, they're going to tell them you because they got caught. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he did it too. <laughs> so what they did was they went back to King and said, King, they ain't bowing. They're not bowing. So King brought him up to him and said, look here, when this music play, I expect y'all to bow down. Mm -hmm. Put up the Illuminati sign and everything. Yeah. I expect y'all to bow down. When music played, they looked at him like he crazy, like the kids be looking at me when I tell them to do something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We're not bowing. We know who our God is. Mm -hmm. So what did he do? He said, you know what? Go turn up that fire furnace seven times and we're going to throw them in there. Mm -hmm. And he got cocky and messed up and said, Let's see, can your God save you now? Mm -hmm. The worst thing he could have did. He should have just gone and threw him in there. Mm -hmm. But when you opened your mouth and started talking about the God that they serve, which is our God, mm -hmm. you, you messed up. Mm -hmm. It was so hot that when the men walked them up, they burned up. Mm -hmm. They burned up. The three Hebrew boys were looking around like, man, what happened? Mm -hmm. We just going to jump on in because we don't even need y'all. They just went on in. And when they went in, mm -hmm. the king is looking. Didn't we throw three people in there? 
Why is there a fourth one? Mm -hmm. And he looks like the Son of God. Mm -hmm. First of all, how do you know who the Son of God is? Mm -hmm. That's your grasshopper now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if you knew what the Son of God looked like or who he was, why are you acting foolish? Mm -hmm. And so, yes, they came on out, the three of them. Didn't smell like smoke, didn't have a hair, Amen. burnt, they weren't sick, nothing. Mm -hmm. They came out just like they went in. Mm -hmm. And we have to be that. Yes. Although we may get thrown in the fire, we have to believe that God will deliver us. And they yes. said, even if he don't deliver us, yes. he's still God. Yes. And that's what we got to say. Even if he don't deliver us, he's still God. Even if my situation don't change, he's still God. Even if my bank account don't grow, he's still God. Amen. And you put your situation in there. Even if this ain't happening, He's still God. Yeah. He's still God. Amen. Hallelujah. Again, but being faithful to God will bring us into his promises. And we go into Numbers 14, 23, and 24. He said, But my this is God, but my servant Caleb, because he was, he has a different spirit in him, and he has followed me fully. I will bring into the land where he went, and his descendants shall inherit it. Now, what I didn't tell y'all, I'm only talking about Caleb, but it was also Joshua. Yes. But Joshua comes in in chapter yes. 14. So God changed my message on me a little bit, so I had to be obedient. Mm -hmm. The message was originally titled, Ten Too Many, Too Too Few. <laughs> and you can apply that because sometimes we got too many of them tens and not enough twos. Because the ten came back with the negative report, but the two came back with the positive report. So I was the title was ten too many too too few. Well, I thought I was doing something. God like nope, you gonna focus on these scriptures. I'm like, all right, you win, God. So he, we were just talking about Caleb, but again in Numbers fourteen twenty nine and thirty, the carcasses of you who have complained against me shall fall in this wilderness, and all of you who were numbered according to your entire number from twenty years old and above, except for Caleb the son of Jephunneh, and Joshua, the son of Nun. You shall by no means enter the land which I swore I made hmm. you dwell in. Wow. We can't allow people to change who we are, saints. Come on now. Come on. We don't want to miss out on the blessings that yeah. God has for yeah. us because we allow someone yeah. to change who we are. We allow hurt to move us. We allow disappointment to move us. We allow what you said about me to move me. Mm -hmm. We can't. We have to continue in what he says. Mm -hmm. He said the race is not given to the what? But to those that endure to the end. Mm -hmm. Endurance means patience. Yeah. That means you have to yeah. put up with some things. Yeah. Everything is not going to go your way all the time. Yeah. Don't think. If, when you think things are going your way all the time, you're already setting yourself up for faith. Yeah. Because as soon as a little hardship comes, you want to quit. Yeah. Because I thought this thing was supposed to be perfect. Mm. And again, I talk about us as, as leaders, as, as special leaders in the pulpit. You know, we make people think when you become a Christian, everything's all right. Mm. Not the case. Mm. You'll leave right out of here, just like Jesus, after the fast and be tempted. Mm. But you have to know in here who you are. Because this is how he's going to get to you right here. <laughs> Understand who you are. See, God took the children out of Israel... I mean, he took the children of Israel out of Egypt, mm -hmm. but he couldn't take the Egypt out of them. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we can move and try to do things better for ourselves, but if you don't change your situation before you move, mm -hmm. there's two things. There's one thing in common: you. Mm -hmm. So, although you change your environment, but if you didn't change you, 
you taking you into a new environment and the same thing is going to happen. Thing. Mm. Same thing. So you didn't really do anything. Mm -hmm. Understand that, you know, they had that slave mentality in them. Mm -hmm. And, and, and uh, again, as I spoke the room, we, we, we hear that today, you know, and it kind of bothers me because of, you know, I'll call the president because that's who he is, you know, we serve the military, that's the commander in chief. But uh, with the way the world is today, we still see that old mindset trying to come back. And it's trying to be pushed down our throats to keep us from rising, to push us back to where we are, where we were. But I tell you right now, this brother ain't picking no cop. I tell you right now. I know who I'm called to be. I know who I'm not called to be. <laughs> and I'm not called to be the fruit of the loom guy to be out there trying to pick out of your drawers. I'm not I'm sorry. Not going to happen. So understand who we are, but yeah, you know, when you look at the world today, it, it seems to be trying to go back that way with Klan rallies and alt-right and all of this stuff. Even the parade we had downtown Somerville had the, the, the Klan rally there. And you know what? Pray for them and keep moving. Amen. Pray for them and keep moving. That's all you can do. You're not going to change who I, are because, who I am because you feel a certain way. Right. You may feel that I'm beneath you, but I don't feel I'm beneath you. Right. So, Because if we're going to allow people to change who we are, then that's going to mean everything. Right. Next thing you know, we got a scarf on and out there in slippers and house shoes and we're in the field again. Mm -hmm. Don't allow that stuff to change who you are. Amen. We've come too far. Yeah. There have been too many people that sacrificed before us to go back to the old ways. Amen. 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 Stay with what God has told you and who you are called to be. 1 Samuel 16 and 7. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look at his appearance or at his physical statue because I have refused him. For the Lord does not see man, see how man sees. For not for man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at what? The heart. The heart. The Lord looks at the heart. Have your heart right with God. Mm. Be in a position to be able to be humble. Don't be so high-minded that you can't be told anything. And just because you don't hear it from God himself, there is what we call the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. He speaks to people through his people. Mm -hmm. If that's the case, man, this brother wouldn't need to do what we do. There's no need to have a pastor if you don't think God's going to speak to you through somebody. Mm -hmm. You know, be obedient, but be the Berean. <laughs> and study that thing for yourself. Because prophecy lines up with scripture. Mm. Don't just receive something somebody's telling you. Amen. Don't receive something somebody's telling you. In Colossians 3, 15 and 17. And let the peace of God rule in your what? In your hearts to which also you were called in one body and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in songs and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Again, the heart. Out of all of this, we've talked about what? Two things, faith and the heart. In closing, I asked you guys to write down heart earlier. I want y'all to look at that. There's a few words in heart to help you understand how God speaks to you. In heart, you see he. He stands for Christ. You see ear. You see art, and you see here. Your heart is the spiritual ear and the art of how we hear God. Mm -hmm. It is your spiritual ear and the art of how we hear God. Amen. Yes. Saints, continue to stand firm 
as we move into this new year, I know I didn't have a New Year's message, but as we move into this new year, just remember what Mark 9 and 23 says. If you believe, all things are possible. Just believe, all things are possible. No matter what the situation may look like, no matter what's being brought in front of you, no matter what they're telling you on your job, no matter what's going on in your house, there may not be things going on in your own house, right? You know, you and your spouse may be riffing and going on. But through all of that, know who God is. Amen. Amen. And the word this year, oh, yes, I can. When people try to come against you and tell you what you can't do in 2018, oh, yes, I can. Because my Bible says, if I believe, all things are possible. Amen. 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 Amen.